Thank you for tuning in to Bibliotech Fully Charged, the nation's first all-digital public library podcast. And now, here's your host, Johnny. Hi guys, Johnny here coming at you with another podcast episode. So this episode is a very special episode as we're uh, celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month uh, here at Bibliotech South. I believe today is day three uh, of our celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, and we actually have some native Texans, uh, native Tejano speaking us, speaking with us today. Uh, they're they're very very loyal patrons of Bibliotech South. Uh, they're always here for Estan en Casa and always here just uh, here with a smile, talking with us and using our resources. Um, and so they are part of the Somerset Somerset Historical Society. We have uh, Carol Szynski and Erlinda Ramos here, and they are direct descendants of one of the first signers of the Teclara- uh, Texas Declaration of Independence. Uh, they are related to Jose Francisco Ruiz and Jose Antonio Navarro. And so we're just gonna go ahead and um, ask them some, some questions here about their, their Tejano roots. And so Carol, I'll go, I'll go ahead and start with you. Um, did you know you were related all along growing up uh, to these uh, prominent Texas uh, you know, uh, people or did you find out later in life? Uh, for me, no, I was 11 years old when a blind grandfather of mine, his name was Joe Celso Navarro, started talking to me. And of course, now I know it's because he wanted someone to know the history of his family and therefore pass it on to other generations. And so he started telling me different pieces of information. Now, I didn't understand them. I was 11 years old. But my little brain got it in here. And as I grew, I kept wanting to get those uh, things he told me answered. So therefore, it created a long life exploration of just who was my, who were my ancestors. And that's how I have this tremendous interest. And I belong to an organization besides the Historical Society and it's called Friends of Casa Navarro. Uh, so back to about my interest, he didn't tell me names. He would just say things like, much gold and silver went through our ancestral home. My little brain is thinking, what does that mean? Okay, so next he would say, one of our ancestors is buried under the altar at the San Fernando Cathedral. Now I was really perplexed because I had made my first communion being Catholic already at seven and now I'm 11, about to make confirmation. So again, my little brain is thinking, wow, that person must have been pretty important to be buried underneath the altar. He didn't tell me who that was. As I grew, I started to unravel a lot of these, I call it a puzzle and the want to know, to know, to know. And to this day, I still am working some of those puzzles because grandfather didn't give me last names. So that's where Carol is, always searching for answers to our heritage. Jose Antonio Navarro, one of the signers of the Texas Declaration of Independence. Most people know his history. I wanted people to know that your interests can start at any time. Okay. Yeah, and so um, was it your father or grandfather that told you that? It was the grandfather. Okay. And so he, he probably didn't have the resources we have. Uh, it was probably just all he was told by his grandfather and it just trickled down. 
you know, now, you know, with the resources to look up our history, I mean, you can get really deep into it now. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm sure you correct. have. That's correct. Yeah. What about, uh, what about you, Erlinda? How did you uh, stumble upon your history? Well, um, I was very busy raising a family. And I knew, I heard a little bit that there was history in the family from other family members, not my mother. She knew a little bit. So, when I lost my husband, I joined the Somerset Historical Society to see what they wrote out. And it was about history in Somerset. That's where I was born. And so, I just didn't, I just listened to them patiently every month I would go to the meetings and then finally I let them know little by little that my our ancestors were here in the 1700s starting in San Antonio and they were in Somerset and my mother's family uh, their mother they were Spaniards and they lived there but once I really let them know about this history that got uh, Lieutenant Colonel Francisco Ruiz uh, and uh, what he did for the state of Texas. Uh, I, they made me the president of that society, which, you know, to me it's not that important about it. You know, the history is more important to me. So, uh, little by little, I let him know how I was connected to the business. Colonel Ruiz, he was a lieutenant Colonel Ruiz, who was sent to Spain by his parents here in San Antonio. He was born to Juan something, Manuel, Juan Manuel Ruiz, and uh, De La Peña Lake. I think her name was Maria De La Peña. And he was sent to Spain to study, and he, when he came back, he was chosen to be the full first schoolmaster of San Antonio at their home. And he did that and then he went on to do other things. He fought at the first battle of Medina. Uh, the battle of Medina it was the first battle fought around here in South Bear County and it went on to uh, into Escos County. That's where the battle ended in 1812 to 13. So he was wounded and he was protected by the Indians. He was nursed back to health by them. And so he learned about a lot about the Indians. And they helped him escape to Louisiana. And he was in exile for a certain amount of years. And then he was pardoned. And he came back to do a lot of things to the state of Texas which was included, first of all, to sign the Declaration of Independence. Plus, he was the first governor of the state of Texas. In Columbia, I think, it was, he was stationed over there. And he did a lot of different things. He wrote a letter to his son-in-law. His son-in-law was Blas Maria Herrera, which married his daughter, Maria Concepcion Ruiz the early well, 1800s. My ancestor, Blas Maria Herrera, was born in uh, 1804. So 18 years later, they were married. And so uh, 
he owned a lot of land all over the state with a fancy different state. I believe it was 40 acres of land. And so he gave about 2,000 acres to his daughter and my ancestor, Blas Herrera, down on the north banks of the Medina River. And this, really a city was farm right there because it was all the Herrera family from, with kids from Las Maria. I mean, Las Maria Herrera and Maria Antonia. And then they, Las Maria Herrera went on to be a scout there on the Medina River and it's called the Blas, I mean, the Paso de los Garzas. Because there was a Garza family living in the South Bank and the Herreras were born, I mean, they, they lived on the North Bank. And then from there, on Las Maria Herrera's estate, the first Catholic church was formed there on the north bank and right there by his home and then plus the cemetery and uh, there's other history but that's where the Herrera from the roots is together yeah so you've touched upon some things that I read uh, about um Jose Antonio Navarro and Jose Francisco Ruiz on like Wikipedia on the internet, but I didn't know if all of that was correct. So uh, a lot looks like a lot of the stuff is correct on there, with a few things that are incorrect. Um, you know, it's my understanding that these two uh, men didn't get as recognized in history as as uh, you know the other uh, signers of the independence. Um, so, in y'all's opinion, how do you feel they should be honored? Well. Uh, I know that uh, Blas Maria Vera was honored as a Texas, uh, ex-Texas Ranger. Uh, we have a family cemetery there on this estate. And so he was given the cross with the medal for the Texas Ranger a few years ago. But I myself feel that Carol and I are their voices right now. We need to bring all this back into the community, all this history, so they can be recognized further. And really, I don't have any, in some way, they should be recognized. So I know we have that historical cemetery. It is a historical cemetery. But I know there's other people doing some work on the river, on the Medina River. And I know this man by Rudy Rodriguez. He's a very wealthy man from San Antonio. And I know him personally. And he asked me, I called him up one day and I says, what was that study about? And he told me, well, we're doing a study on the river. But you know, they can't let you know everything. So I says, what can I do for you? And I said, before I pass, I'm going to be 78 years old. Before I pass, I would like that, that uh, park down there by Pasarelo Casas to be brought back to the way it was at the end of 19, sometime in 1952. And he says, okay. And that's all he told me. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. And so, yeah, a lot of this 
history is getting uncovered, especially now uh, through the curiosity of people like you who bring it forth and, uh, you know, promote it. Um, do you all recommend any resources for anyone wanting to know, uh, learn more about uh, Jose Francisco Ruiz or Jose Antonio Navarro? Is there any websites or anything people can go to to learn more? Well, I, my name is Carol Szynski and I have created a website and it's called, uh, it's for Navarro and Ruiz information. It's called NR. F F A M I L Y dot blog spot dot com. So that is a family uh, website where people can come and learn some stuff to see if you're connected to us. And uh, anybody's always welcome to send me information that I could also uh, post on there. But your question about is enough being done to to make these two uh, prominent men known in Texas. Of course, people know the history that these two men signed the Texas Declaration of Independence. I think both of us would just like people to know they were just normal people doing what they felt was right. They were on the side of Texas and against their own, call it their nation, because this was Mexico, and so therefore, Mr. Navarro was considered a traitor and was in prison. Later you find out in history. I don't know if Mr. Ruiz was ever considered a traitor, but because they were on, on the Anglo side, they weren't looked on too well. But when we really look at everything they did, it cannot be denied what they did. And that's what we hope to bring to people in this broadcast. In this podcast. podcast. Yes, okay. thank yes, you. Yes, yes. And so, um, uh, regarding the Somerset Historical Society, if anybody was, you know, to be interested in that, do you all have a, a website as well? Yes, but I don't know it. You don't know? Okay, so yeah. I don't, I don't do too much computer or, or yeah, I'm um, computer. Little by little, I'm learning new technology. Okay. I'm just old-fashioned, and I tell everybody I just have a big now. <laughs> well, no worries there. We can we can definitely help you out there. Um, but for anybody interested, I'm sure you can do a Google search for the Somerset uh, Historical mm -hmm. Society. Uh, I actually have relatives in, in Somerset as well, um, and um, you know, also from what I've heard, you all have done uh, y'all's uh, DNA tested. Is there anything else that uh, you would want the, the listeners to know about, you know, finding more about their roots? Uh, if, if they, you know, is there any website or podcast that you listen to that would, could help anybody else in that not, regard? Not really. That's all I've heard that uh, DNA does a lot to help you. Mm -hmm. uh, I myself am mostly am Native American and Spanish from my that's all I know, and um, but anyway, I'm learning the Native American culture that I do not. I'm learning it as I go. So yeah, with all the resources uh, in today with today's technology, I would encourage uh, everyone to kind of you know look at their history, look at their DNA. You'll find out some things about yourself um, because you know why study history? Because history is you. So definitely, uh, it's good to be in the know and. 
and who knows maybe people you know there's there's probably a lot of, a lot more descendants of the Ruizes and Navarros that they don't even know about this and yes, so hopefully it can spark some interest yes just a subject there because the families back here were very large families I come from a family of 12 I'm the only one interested in this and so yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, I happen to know a lot of Navarros and a lot of Ruizes here in San Antonio, and I could probably say they probably don't know too much about it. I haven't asked them, but you know, after this conversation with you all, I'm gonna go ahead and ask them if you know they are descendants or if they know anything about their roots. It's gonna be an interesting conversation. Yeah, we can meet them here and try to get connected. Sure, sure. Yeah, and so. Any other closing uh, thoughts yeah, or anything? No, just that, uh, like I said, uh, I just want everyone to know that I'm doing it because I'm, I feel like I'm the voice for and you know, also a little funny tidbit, um, I, I, grew, I grew up here on the south side of San Antonio. Um, I live kind of like a Flores near like Probant. Mm -hmm. And there, uh, there's a mural on the bridge on Probant and uh, Jose Antonio Navarro is, is one of the people painted on there. So I'm not sure if y'all have seen that. Uh, and a lot of prominent Texas figures are on there. Uh, De Zavala is right next to, I think it was Ernestina De Zavala is next to him. And so it's on like a, it's Probant and Mitchell, that 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 uh, that bridge. It's by Mission Concepcion. So definitely check it out. It's a real nice mural. Uh, there's a big picture of Jose Antonio Navarro there. See, and the young people see this and they don't know what they're talking about. To be honest with you, I never paid attention to it. And then when I turned the other day, I was like, oh, it's Jose Antonio Navarro. I, like, and now I connected the dots because I always hear y'all talking about it with Jose here at the library. Yeah, and so. Um, in closing, we're gonna we're probably gonna do another podcast, and we can go ahead and talk about this, you know, deeper um, another time, and hopefully, maybe I can get some more people um, here uh, if necessary, and we can kind of go deeper into the Tahano roots. Well, thank you all for uh, for joining us on the podcast, and uh, we hope to see you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bibliotech Fully Charged. This episode, along with others, can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. If you haven't already done so, please sign up for a library card by coming into one of our three locations or by going to our website, bearbibliotech.org. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at bibliotech underscore south for up-to-date library and podcast information. And as always, we ask, what are you reading?